All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Zero Chance Pod. I am Brady Phelps at Lob Shots, joined as you always, always. You always come in hot on that beginning there. A little why, hot. Why, why are you interrupting me already? I was just about to introduce you. I know, I know. The man interrupting is Rick Romero at RJ's Fro. Yeah, okay. Hi, Rick. Hi. I, I know, I, I get a little excited sometimes. You we do. We sit here, yeah. we talk, and you say, oh, is all the equipment plugged in? Are we good yeah. to go? Let's, what yeah. are we going to talk about? Like, hey, yeah. what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Zero Chance Pod. I, yeah, get, yeah. I get a little, yeah. little excited. Your, your checks are like, hey. No, I, that's not true. I check it in normal voice. I just crank it up a notch when yeah. I say hello. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you're welcome, everybody listening. And thank you. Can we, look, can we give a shout out to people who listen to us every week? I mean, yeah. what is wrong with you guys? I love that there are people out there that care enough about us and what we think and what we have to say yeah. that they want to listen to this. And I, I, I take great, great pride in that. And I think it's really cool that people care. It is really cool. Yeah. I, I feel like when uh, that jerk Gavin was giving us a hard time for not potting the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I went back and looked at like how many times we've actually missed a week. It's been about 10 weeks total this year. Oh, that's that's not great, but it is uh, okay, I guess, for a starting up pod that's yeah. not a Padres pod, but doesn't have as much to talk about when the Padres are not in season. Yeah, uh, we do is, have a lot of Padres talk today, actually. Yeah, it's but like all we, Padres talk. Yeah, but let's let's. Oh, you started to say something. The thing is, I interrupted you this time. Uh, You've already forgotten. Yeah, no, uh, we've missed ten weeks out of the year, and people are listening to us though still. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. I mean, we learned you and I both from running blogs. Um, you know, if you don't, consistency is key, right? If people keep yes. coming back for content, and then if the content isn't there, then they don't come back to look for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, you've had your RJ Throw, Padres Public. I had Lob Shots. Uh, so you know, we we know we know how that game works. You know, consistency is key. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this before. We. You know, not to not to shoot ourselves in the foot for any potential future pro- sponsorships. However, you know, one of the blessings of us being able to be like, uh, can't do it today, can't do it this week. I'm on vacation. I'm out on business. Fill in the blank reason why we can't meet yeah. is that we are not obliged to anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, there are, are partnerships that we have. I wouldn't necessarily call them sponsorships. Partnerships like with Session Fly Fishing, a partnership obviously with Thunderhawk, Thunder rocking the hat right now. Yeah, I went to Thunderhawk this last week, and uh, I go even when we're not yeah. potting. I go to Thunderhawk. So I do too. I do too. I think we need to set the scene though. Today, we are back at our second home of yeah. Alesmith, but it yeah. is an entirely and might I say, correct me if I'm wrong here. I believe this to be the coolest venue that we have ever podcasted in right now. It this really very is. Second. Like we have some like old timey jazz playing on the little uh, yeah record. Player I don't know if you guys here. can hear what a uh, trumpet, a trombone, a, a, yeah. a saxophone, it's a trumpet, whatever's trumpet. going on yeah. back there. Uh, a little dizzy Gillespie action. So can you can you paint the picture for me? I actually was not. I probably had come to this bar, bar, uh, whatever brewery, brewery, uh-huh. brewery uh, Ale Smith. I mean, maybe a dozen times before I ever knew there was anything over here. So you didn't know that, like the Tony Gwynn Museum? No, I knew the museum was over oh, here, but, but this is separate from this. the museum. I yes. didn't know that. I, I already forget Anvil and Anvil and Stave. Stave. Yes. It's like a yeah. it's like a speakeasy, basically. Right. It does because it just looks like pallets on the outside, and yeah. you don't realize that there's a door. In fact, when we walked in, the door is easy to f- uh, easier to find on the outside than on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Because I went to leave, and I'm like, "Where's the secret handle? I have to. Yeah. Find, and there's no. You just push." 
So you have I, to knock twice. Yeah. Step on the ground in a certain area, and it will release the door. After you recite After your favorite you recite. Alice in Wonderland <laughs> lyric, uh, yeah. quote from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. I don't know where I got Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. But we are currently alone in here. I don't think that's going to last. Yeah. I don't so, think so either, because it's, it's packed out there right now. All right. Now. So uh, we, it's currently... Very rare in San Diego, but it is dumping rain at the yeah. time of us recording this podcast, and it's dark. So we came in. I mean, we had is the first time I've ever had to be, you know, a guy like like what are those lit up sticks that guys use who are like uh, air, airport yeah, guys like, out yeah, on the I don't tarmac? Know what those are called whatever those lighting sticks are to like guide planes yeah. and where they're supposed to go. There was a dude out there standing in the rain in the dark with yeah. a light stick at Alesmith guiding us into a parking spot because none existed so he made some up yeah which has never happened here no never happened so we knew it would be packed we went in tried to go to old faithful upstairs yeah private event <laughs> Con- uh, yeah. private event uh no service dogs on the mezzanine no service yeah dogs. so private event up there so that screwed the pooch on that idea and then um we went to the next uh what we thought was going to be an open room and it turned out to be a private event for the Padres. Yeah, yeah. And there were only a handful of people here because it hadn't started yet. But there could be, I mean, there could be a dozen people that we know. Bryce Harper could be next door. <laughs> he could have already yeah. signed he and this is his signed. coming out yes. party. Uh, we're going to get to that. We're going to yeah, gonna break yeah, down the yeah. Bryce Harper news. So it's called Hanvil, Anvil and Stave. <laughs> I know what an anvil is. A stave, you know, some sort of piece of wood. I don't. Yeah, I, I 100% know the connection between the stave and the anvil. I'm sure it's like a long and thought out and cool hipster thing, but I don't know what it is. But inside, brick wall, it's got, um, you know, kind of half barrel uh, mock, you know, barrel wall things. That, and then the, the taps are outside of it. It's yeah. Obviously, you can hear the trumpet, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, it, it, it almost now, feels yes. like an old, like army barrack feel on in the inside. Yeah. But also with like wood slats, a. Uh, 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 floor rug velvet chairs i'm sitting on a couch with a bunch of pillows behind me yeah. and bricks you were in one of the velvety chairs because yeah. you big league me on the chair situation yeah and it's really and we are alone like there's not even a bartender working we are bartender. alone in this yeah. room I, which is great i know they do uh I, I could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that they do all their like barrel aged drinks in here um, There's so a like, lot of barrels in here, yeah, so that makes sense. So people will come in, and this is where you get the strong stuff, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, there's nobody here right now. So. No, it's actually it worked yeah. out incredibly well. We went and talked to Brett, Brad. Who did I talk to? At the I don't bar? know who you talked to. I told you his name because I knew I'd forget it, uh, and he gave us the thumbs up. Yeah. So shout out to him. Well, That's I would like to talk about what we're drinking too. So like normally here, <laughs> I don't know what happened with that. <laughs> so weird. Normally when we come here, we drink good old three ninety four. Yes, you know it's, it's good old reliable. Yes. Uh, except for this time, the guy goes, "We have a new thing on the menu here. Here's the off season three ninety four. Yeah. And you go, well, what's the difference? He's all, well, <laughs> this one's off season. <laughs> yeah. The other one's in season. The other season. one's in season. <laughs> He's like, this one's only been on tap for five days. Yeah. It's in the off season. And I'm like, I. I still don't know what we're talking about, but yes, but, I'll try it. But give it to me. And, you know, full disclosure on my palate, it tastes exactly the same like everything of 394 <laughs> I've ever had in my life. So it tastes uh, great. I just don't know what the difference is. Yeah. I I don't know either. I don't know either. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. it's a, That was a little weird, but hey, it worked. Yeah. Um, okay. It's, we, it's the off-season one. <laughs> it's 
it's so weird. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're, uh, this yeah. candy. What's this candy called? Yeah. Oh, it's from Mexico. <laughs> it's from Mexico. What? What is it called? Oh, yeah. it's from Mexico. Yeah. I'm like, that's not the name of a candy. No. No. That is, you're telling me the, the country of origin with which it was produced. I would like to know the name. Yeah, I know. The name. It's from Mexico. Okay. That's not a thing. Anyway. This is the off season. It's a, it's a trend here. So can we? All right, I got something really silly that just popped up on my timeline. Silly and terribly painful. And we got to talk some Bryce Harper stuff. And yeah. we got to get to this Paul McCartney jersey number yeah. shenanigans. Yeah. So which one do you want to start with? Drive us. Oh, well, weird I, stuff. Bryce Harper or uh, uh, I shenanigans? Like, I like starting out with weird stuff. Okay, this is the headline. I just saw this in Fox Five. Uh, it's not a local story. Uh, it is out of Utah. Man arrested for hammering an ice pick-like tool through his housemate's genitals. So this freaking guy, a 45-year-old man, held his housemate at uh, Jason D. Mon. Uh, held his housemate at gunpoint. He bound him to a chair, and he told them that he could choose between death in the desert or having a hammer nailed through his penis Ugh. so he, he, this guy held a shotgun and said he was going to kill him he said you want to go to the desert or you want to drive a nail into your schlong so this is the line from the the victim chose the latter of the two options <laughs> and mond used a rusty hammer which it's funny that they 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 i mean when i first read i was thinking rusty nail oh or rusty pick yeah i don't know a rusty hammer apparently that was important to the story to drive a tool resembling an ice pick through the victim's penis and into a board, according to the document. Mon then released the man, so that was nice of him. Oh, After yeah. he drove the ice pick through his dong, he released him um, so that he could seek medical attention. Now, this is the part, I mean, I'm already like in, in, in a pretty significant uh, level of disturbance. Yeah. Um, so it says that this guy was booked at the Salt Lake County Jail faces charges of aggravated kidnapping right i mean you take someone you yeah, bind yeah. them uh -huh. you've, you've yep. kidnapped them in a sense even though it's his own house but you're holding him against his will mayhem agreed yeah that's mayhem all right aggravated assault yeah. agreed yeah aggravated sexual assault oh right, because you, it's like a uh it's a private part pri private part no, -no I mean, area i I, I guess that, I mean, to me, this is a, a, a crime of um, obviously severe, severe uh, mental problems with the guy or some sort of something going on with someone who would do that. But the last thing, if I hear of a dude hammering another yeah. dude's... With a rusty hammer. A yeah. rusty hammering. Yeah, yeah. not, not a, a dude's shiny hammer. Into a board with an ice pick. Yeah. The last thing on my mind is, oh, yeah. It must have been a sexual thing. Yeah. I mean. Uh, maybe they're just trying to tack on as many charges as they can. That is actually. Him up. That's straight out of a criminal episode right there. I don't know if you listen. Yeah. Not criminal. Sorry. Um, Serial. Do you listen to Serial podcast? I don't. It puts me to sleep. The uh, voice she, is oh, that's right. We so talked about this. Sarah Kane. Yeah. yeah. So she. The first season was about this uh, murder of a high school student by allegedly a high school dude. Adnan. And that was, an, that was, I think, so far still the best season. The second season was uh, Bo Burnham, disappear, uh, uh, Prisoner of War. Bo Burnham? The, Bo, the comedian? No, Bo Bergman. Oh, I Bergman. Bergman. Okay. 
I could be getting his name wrong. This is all off the top of my head. That was the second season. Uh, but it was like when he came back, they were like, wait, this guy's a deserter and he might be Taliban now. And they might have turned him instead of like rescuing this POW. What a great act. It's like uh, he may have turned and he may be a spy. Like straight out of uh, what's that Showtime show with the Claire Danes? Um, uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't the remember guy, the The redhead dude. Where like a similar situation. Anyway, I can't remember the name of it. It also is Mandy Pentinkin, which I don't know if that's his real name, but Anigo Montoya. Hello. My name is Anigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepared to die. <laughs> so that show, whatever it is, I, can't, I figured if I kept talking about it, it would come to me. Anyway, that reminded me of season two. Season three, they spent all this time in the criminal court system at in Cleveland, which is a terrible, terrible court system. Yeah. And they've spent this time investigating all these cases but one of the things they learned is the prosecution what they'll do is you know if you punch somebody in the face you know they'll come up with 17 different ways to say that you've punched someone in the face yeah and they get all seven of these 17 charges whatever and then they'll go to you and they'll say listen you can either you know come to go to court and potentially all 17 of these are going to get slapped on you and that yeah. punch in the face is going to lead to a dozen years in jail or we can do a plea bargain, yeah. and I'll drop all charges to one charge, aggravated assault because of punching in the face, and then you only, you know, you have one assault charge, and it's a misdemeanor instead of, like, you know, 17. So they bulk up on all these charges so that they can use it as a negotiating tactic. Yeah. Which I think is effed up. Uh, yeah, like, for, like, like punching... I know you were just using that as an example. It was example. a completely made-up example. However, years, like, terms, all that. like if, it's, if it's something minor like that, yeah, that would be effed up. But, like, ice pick through the peen, I would throw, <laughs> I would throw anything I can at that. Yeah, guy. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Maybe that is yeah. what they're doing, is just being yeah. like, well, it involved the penis, therefore it's sexual. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, and that then was... The, then there's the rusty hammer charge against them, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How dare you use some of that rust could have sprinkled down onto that ice yeah. pick, you know? Yeah. When I read it the first time, I for sure thought rusty nail, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, tetanus through the dong. Yeah. I mean, that's. Gosh. And Ouch. the other thing in the story, I don't know if you caught this, it said the next morning he sought out medical attention. Like, after he was released, Whoa. the guy didn't go straight to the ER. I mean, Whoa. I can't imagine that that's not something that is urgent. You yeah. know, like to me, it's like, this is my livelihood. So maybe, maybe. It was something sexual here. Like, he's into stuff like that, that, that pain. Oh, my gosh. I didn't, they do say his housemate. Yeah. Maybe they're not just housemates. Maybe they were together. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, look at you. You're like... I know. You're like 50 shades of CSI <laughs> over there. That is amazing. <laughs> it's all coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't... It makes me feel weird. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I just like I I'm, I'm actually physically in pain at just the thought of that happening. So can I talk about something weird? Of course, my I, friend. I read a story about a, um, a study done on those um, uh, little self-service ordering menus like at a McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Know, where you don't have to get in line. You can uh -huh. just order it all yeah. right there and yeah. pay and everything. Yeah. Uh, there was a study done in London. There were six of them studied. And all of them had fecal matter on them. <gasps> Traces of fecal matter. Are you effing kidding me? I am not. I have used one of those once in my life. Yeah. And it was two weeks ago. Yeah. It was when I took my son up to the greatest football game in the history of the NFL regular season, probably. 
and the Chiefs lost to the Rams 54-51 to at the Coliseum. And on the way, um, I went with uh, Dr. David Chow and his son. And so it was my son, his son, and we drove up together and we stopped. He has a Tesla, so we had to stop and charge that puppy up. <laughs> yeah. Long story, don't get me started. And we went to McDonald's. I never go to McDonald's. Yeah. Like McDonald's, the only time I ever go to McDonald's is... Is when you have a doctor with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's early morning uh, after I've had one too many yeah. and I need to like soak up that booze, yeah. which is very rare. Yeah. So I do love their breakfast sandwiches. So very, very rare. But no, I mean, I haven't been there in over a decade for anything other than a sausage biscuit or a sausage McMuffin. So it was right there. It's convenient. The kids, I, I was more concerned about what is my son going to eat? I knew he'd like a burger. So we went with that. And it was the first time I've ever used one of those touch kiosk menus. <laughs> And now I'm disgusted. First and last time. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even do a thing where, even if I put gloves on and did it, I'd be like, well, yeah. great. Now i got to throw these gloves away. Yeah. I mean, and I, I feel like London is a much cleaner city than L.A., although oh. they both y- probably yeah. have some spots that aren't so great. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, just, I'm I'm not happy about this yeah. little side story you just threw in there. Just yeah, now. I just just threw that in there. Yeah, while while you were at the greatest game of all time, greatest yep. regular season game. This of all is time. the greatest game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we could get to that too a little bit later. What greatest showman? Greatest showman going on that? tour. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. You tweeted out. I know yeah. who Love Shot's gonna be. <laughs> that's what's funny. So you can always tell. If which one of us is tweeting from our account when yeah. you refer to me, because I would never say like we yeah. know where Lob Shots is going to be when I'm yeah. the one tweeting it. Yeah. So it's pretty clear that you were the one that tweeted that from the Zero Chance account. See, like even though I, I would tweet, we so know where you, RJ's fro is going to be. Like you would, you would yeah. tweet that and yeah, just have people assume chance. it was me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're it's, deceptive. It's based off of what I do. Like I'm, I'm. The voice of the company and not, like, my voice. Did we start a company unbeknownst to yeah, me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zero Chance ZCP? LLC. <laughs> ZCP LLC? We started it off. Okay, I mean, I see from your perspective. And, like, I don't run a bunch of social media accounts for other people. They're all just, you know, me. Yeah. But um, while you were at that game, mm-hmm. I was in Kansas City. Kansas City, here I Everybody come. watching that game. Everybody watching it, and then the very next day, Mahomes was sitting courtside at the uh, the game that I was at. Oh, really? Yeah. What you were at an All Star or something rather, right? What was the, it? The uh, Hall of Fame Classic, college basketball. Oh, okay. You were with Christian and Emma. I was. I was. Yeah. yeah. I like them. Yeah, they're they're good peeps. I good like peeps those guys. Sure. I don't know how I feel about you doing all this freelance work on the side yeah. instead of focusing on the zero chance account. Your stupid phone buzzing. Yeah, I know. There's Phone's a lot pissing of, me off, man. A lot man. of text right it's now. Time to use the little moon. Apparently, uh, the power is out at my work right now. So good. What do they think? What do they think? You're an electrician. Uh, I know no. you wear a lot of hats, but uh, maybe you could focus on the you know the podcast we're currently recording. Yeah. Have yeah. you thought about that? Oh, 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 oh we're recording a podcast. Right yeah, now? yeah, right yeah. now we are. That's what we're talking. Hey, so. Oh, now you're gonna try to steer the ship. Okay. Big news. Yeah, big, big news. news. Bryce Harper's a padre. Sir Paul. Sir Paul McCartney. Oh yeah, he's coming to San Diego. Now, now, okay. Let's. Are you a Beatles fan? I'm a huge Beatles fan. I had a Beatles yeah. poster in my college dorm room that was um, probably six feet, lo- eight feet long, 
three feet tall, and it was all four of their heads kind of lined up, like early 70s shot. Yeah. Um, I When I was a kid, I would collect uh, – I got a record player. I would collect records, even yeah. though I doubt – you know, I'm sure people are going to make age jokes, but records were not a thing when I was alive. It was before my time. Um, Eight tracks for you, right? <laughs> I when I first started, got into music, cassettes were around okay, already. Yeah. Okay. But I do know what eight tracks are, and obviously records. So I had a record player, and I would go around to thrift stores, and I would buy up every Beatles, Bob Marley, Billy Joel, Elton John, Queen. Uh, you, there's Crosby, Stills and Nash. Like every like every record that I could get my hands on that was music that I had grown up loving because my father exposed to me. So to me, the um, the Beatles are the greatest band ever of all time. Of all 100%. time, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's almost hard to argue. But obviously, music is subjective. It touches people in different ways. So of course, people are going to be like, "You're nuts." But if there was a way to completely measure music, just like objectively, without any like you know, you can't measure the way music makes you feel, right? Yeah. But if there was a way to measure objectively, like an outlandish statement like the greatest band of all time i feel like the beatles are if not the unequivocally number one they're certainly in the conversation yeah yeah no uh beatles hands down my favorite band of all time i thought you were gonna say beatles hansen hansen yeah <laughs> uh millie vanilli yeah oh man robin fab yeah sad, and sad story. Uh, uh digital underground oh yeah that's, that's do my, the humpty hump that's my my top right there People say, yo, Humpty. Uh, have you ever seen the Beatles love show, the Cirque du Soleil show? No, and I don't know why I haven't because dude, I dude. know that I would be obsessed with it. It's you would you would. Cry. I haven't seen the You'd Michael. Cry. I haven't seen the Michael Jackson one either. Yeah. Um I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, I, I don't remember what Broadway that's show. But I, I need to. So McCartney's coming. So before we get into some of the silly semantics that uh, Potter's fans found themselves, have you ever in. seen Paul first? First of all, I have not. Ooh. I have not, and I, yeah, it's funny. I had an opportunity just before he died to see The Grateful Dead before Jerry Garcia died. <laughs> I was gonna say Paul died. What no, 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 yeah, <laughs> and which is weird because you know my first concert I ever saw was Tom Petty. Yeah, and I have a friend who was at Tom Petty's show right, you know, like two days before he died. I was at the uh, the Caboo. I, I shot pictures of him from that's the photo right. pit. That's right. And I think that's the same show, right? Yeah. He died within he, like the week. So or he something. played one more show after oh, one that more? in L.A. and then he he died like a couple days later. Yeah, which is uh, so wild. So, and I, I I don't like saying this because of course the implication is that Paul's going to be dead soon, but. I, I am sort of having this like oh my gosh do do I need to go to the show because I'm gonna like someday look in the mirror and be like you had an opportunity to see Paul McCartney and you chose not to yeah like that seems crazy to me I you think I need to go you really should like the show is absolutely can fantastic. you get me in as an assistant photographer <laughs> is this gonna be the show uh, that you invite me to finally after all these God after I, all these freaking Sally Struthers and the and the sh- I would absolutely die if i got approved for a photo pass for paul mccartney i mean you should probably try to stay alive to actually you know take the photos but i should you should also bring your your podcast partner and best buddy brady yeah (laughs) that would be fun uh so did you how did you feel about the way that you know obviously the whether it's i don't know if it's exactly the padres or if it's petco park and i feel like there's different entities kind of going on here where you know they Obviously, the team uses the ballpark as a revenue stream, a generator yeah. of income. Yeah. 
um, when they're not there, and this is nothing new to stadiums. People, um, the people themselves, I'm sure, make millions of dollars doing this if they're good at it. Yeah. Utilizing a space when it's not being used for its primary purpose, you know, extracting as much value as they possibly can out of it. So this is what's going on. So whether you call it Peckle Park or the Padres or whatever, somebody released a, you know, a marketing plan with local media. I saw Fox 5, Raul yeah. uh, posted a photo of himself. But the big unveiling was at, you know, a couple days ago, 4 o'clock on the Scott and BR show. And Kaplan did this big teaser and thing, this huge news, the crossover with him and Darren. This is getting much louder to my ears, this, <laughs> this horn in the background from this uh, – pretend record player yeah and and uh it's distracting me i don't know if it's distracting you listening you should actually see if we could turn that down um we're the only ones in here that's true who's gonna stop us that's true all right keep talking oh this isn't like me to just keep talking while you're not around you want want both mics i just want to hold i'm double fisted now on mics so i get that i get what they're doing but the, the plan was of course okay let's roll out this strategy and we will – God, you did it. You turned it down, you sexy beast, you. Well done, sir. <laughs> so It's quiet now. I know. Gosh, it's so much better. That was ringing so loud in my ear. So, I don't know. Uh, did you have any problem with the way they did it? Hey, a big announcement. Okay. It's a Padre jersey. There's a name on the back. I mean, every, obviously, they said, could it be Bryce Harper? I mean, nobody in their right mind actually thought the Padres would release a player signing like Bryce Harper via the local radio station with a name on the jersey, yeah. which they obviously had yeah. to take – to a you know someone to, and to put a the, station that isn't even home of of the team right yeah, right I yeah. mean it's outlandish so I knew it was going to be so I I actually thought it was you heard the news the rumor that Josh Lewin was coming back to the Padres uh-huh. a couple weeks ago that he was going to be on the announcing team or whatever that I was I was like maybe this is Josh Lewin maybe this is like oh Lewin's coming back but he wouldn't be coming back because he was on the Chargers not the Padres but anyway. So I, I knew it was something like that. I mean, I didn't think it was a musician just because I yeah. had Lewin on my mind. But um, I was not at all shocked. But did you have a problem with the way they tried to hype it up? or do you, you know? Yeah, so I, I didn't get a chance to hear how it was hyped up. However, somebody as somebody who works in radio, yep. uh, I, I can say that I, I do know that stuff like that... Uh, doesn't come from the Padres. Doesn't come from the Padres. The Padres are essentially like the venue and all this, which they just go, okay, here we're we're you're paying us to use this. Space. So it's the promoter. It's the or promoters. The, yeah. So whoever's promoting the show. Like, oh, let's get a Padres yes. jersey. So let's. like it's it's at Petco, so of course they're going to use the Padres. Yeah. And then the year is 2019, so of course they're going to use the year. They're not thinking about that. Now, have you I, – I didn't care about this enough to actually reach out to the Padres to be like, hey, what's the deal with this? Yeah. Did you – do you know any any details behind – No, no, but I – Okay, do, so for those of you I, listening, first of all, let me uh, – I'll just set the stage. You know, Paul, so, so Paul McCartney is coming to play in the year 2019 yes. at Petco Park. Yes, um, like Paul McCartney, June or something one of the like Beatles, that. heard of him. Yeah. And so he's coming in to 2019 to play at Petco Park, and the way that they released it was giving – jerseys out to some local media guys that had the number 19 for the year yeah and then mccartney's name on the back of a padres jersey yeah and what you're saying is that this comes from promoters not this from comes teams. from the promoters and not so, the, not the team but the padres hashtag padres twitter outrage was yeah how could you put tony's number yeah a retired number our number one player in the history of our yeah. franchise 
um, our beloved Tony, of all the numbers that are sacred in San Diego, 19 is number one on that list. Yeah. And Which, if you recall, remember when Will Ferrell did his spring training yes. tour? Yes. And he was wearing number 19 the whole time until he got to the Padres. Oh, interesting. He changed his number when he got to the Padres. and Because I remember people were asking, like, yeah, is he like do that what is them? he going to do? Yeah, what is he going to do? Is he going to do uh, uh, wear 19 and, you know, disrespect Tony Gwynn? It's... um. As we're here at right next to the t- like you, literally your elbow is on the Tony Gwynn Museum oh, yeah, that's right, right now. I bumped it earlier. Yeah, Glad this glass didn't shatter on me. Yeah, um, it's interesting that Will Ferrell is the one who wasn't tone deaf to this. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> like he's the one yeah. you would be like, oh, I didn't know. You know. Yeah. So I, 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 I can pretty much confidently say though that the team had nothing to do with that jersey. Right. And again, because people know that we are close with the team. This is not coming from the team. This no. is not, you know, but this is your assessment of the situation. Yes. yes, as somebody who works in radio. And like so like I I also noticed there were some people uh complaining about how the fan is giving away uh Rolling Stones tickets in Boston at Fenway Park. And then they're like, "Oh, this has Mike D written all over it." I'm like, "No. It's this is this is strictly this comes from labels. This comes from promoters." Well, and when you got a company the size of Intercom, you're not a local station. You're, exactly. You're, you're you're covering the entire nation. Like like I could tell you like my stations right now, uh, they they have we have probably like three giveaways on our websites right now. Like right. going to Vegas, going to New York. Uh, these are provided by the label or the promoter. And it's just like they say, hey, we got this. Do you want it? Right. And we go, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense for this station. So we're going to use this as a giveaway. Yeah. And it's not anything to do with, you know, Mike, the evil Mike D coming well, yeah. in. Welcome to the spin zone. I'm yeah. not shocked that that was said. Um, we got people in here. There's people we have in a here. Live, yeah. A live audience now. Yeah. That's why I got real. I got real whispery. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. I don't mind it. So, did you have any? What did you think about the the backlash and the like? I, I mean, thought it was ridiculous. This is so like, I can't tell you how little I care about this, yeah. and I'm talking about it because you know probably, I don't know, a dozen, maybe two dozen people that I follow, were talking about it, yeah. and probably infinitely more that maybe. Um, I don't follow, not infinitely, that's a stretch. But you know, multi, yeah. you know, this little Twitter silo of people getting outraged about things. Yeah. And people then, you know, then blaming Mike D for, you know, a Red Sox uh concert or a concert at Fenway and then blaming Partello for uh for the for Giving the number nineteen. Yeah, for putting nineteen yeah. on a jersey. It's like yeah. good grief. Like I this is so silly and I I just So so let me ask you this. I do see a lot of people, because Tony Gwynn, favorite Padre of all time, when they get a customized jersey, they'll use number 19 on the back of that jersey with their name. Disrespectful? Oh, they should be in the grave, too. Right? I, they, yeah, like, those guys, they're, um, they're terrible people. <laughs> terrible, terrible they're people. They're certainly not, you know, you know I, are they walking around? Are they playing concerts in 2019? Yeah. This is so stupid. Like, you know... People love Tony Gwynn, so they put, and then people love to personalize jerseys, which is a weird thing, and I yeah. have a little bit of a hard time wrapping my head around that, but whatever. I I had a buddy who went to a Metallica show, whatever that was, at Petco uh-huh. a couple years ago or last yeah, year. I was at that. Yeah, and they put Metallica, and then the year, like 17 or 18, yeah. or whatever year it yeah, was yeah. that that yeah. show was, 
And the same thing, McCartney 19. It's like, but because it's 19, it's just so, yeah. you know. So if they have any more concerts this year, like, what are, what are they going to do, like, with the 19? Nothing. Well, now that, no, <laughs> you know, like. Now it's that, so ridiculous. It so is. Ridiculous. It, I, and I'm actually, you know, it's funny because, you know, we're like, oh, what should we talk about today? What are some of the things that are going on? And, and, uh, and that was certainly one of them. But at the same time, it's like such a non-topic that I almost feel stupid for even talking about yeah, it. You know what yeah. I mean? At the same time, we're killing time before we get in that traffic. So. Oh, my gosh. We, listen, I don't want you to suggest that we are killing time by doing a podcast that we haven't done in two weeks just so we can avoid traffic. That is not true. All right. Let's talk real let's Padres try. news. <laughs> okay. Let's real Padres real, news. Yeah. Not fake news Padres yeah. stuff about jerseys. So I do want to talk about Bryce Harper because – now, okay. there is an argument to be made that Paul McCartney has more to do with the Padres than Bryce Harper does because this is... How do you know, though? I don't. You I don't. So I sent out a tweet from our account. Oh, behind the scenes. Yeah. It was, was me that, that tweeted it. Was that you or was that me? It was me. Who was it? Was it you? Was it me? And, and it's about this image that our graphic, I should say. Yeah, from and USA Today. Yeah, and I just said it's just wild to me that this graphic actually exists and it wasn't made by a San Diego blogger or podcaster because, you know, you know, when you were running Pottery's Public where I was doing mine would be, you know, MS Paint version of it. Yeah. Yours would actually probably be a decent Photoshop. Yeah. But, you know, Bryce Harper with the Padres app behind him, you know, that's something that we would absolutely do just to try to get clicks and, uh, you yeah. know, hey, look at me. But, like, the USA Today made this image and then proceeded – to write an entire article devoted to how maybe it's not so crazy that Bryce Harper could potentially come. So uh, uh, the Padres' cabinet full of prospects on the verge of arrival could be something intriguing to pending free agent Bryce Harper. And then it goes on to talk about how blah, 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 blah. He's you know an excellent fit for any major league franchise, even the San Diego Padres. And then... It, I mean, it's a long article that talks about yeah. every reason why Bryce Harper would, should, could come to the Padres. Um, did you read the article? I did. I did. Yeah? What are your initial thoughts? I'm on board now. Oh, you weren't Fully on board? On board. I'm Barb. You weren't on board? You weren't on board? I was on board before. Okay. I'm always on board when it comes to acquiring Bryce Harper. I mean, Bryce Harper, I am, he's amazing. I yeah. Mean, I, I can maybe think of two or three people, maybe, yeah. that I would prefer over him. Who? Oh, I mean, Mike Trout is the no-brainer. Well, yeah. Who and, else? I mean, there. I you can maybe <laughs> argue Altuve. Nah. You don't. Think I would say would... I would say Trout, and then then Bryce Harper. What about uh, Mookie Betts? What about Mookie Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> what about Bill Buckner? <laughs> um. I, so I mean, there are other players that brought in. I'm sure people are going to be looking up war or different guys. And uh, is it war or war? War. What is it good for, Rick? Yeah. What is it? They're going to look for? at war and they're going to be like, "You're an idiot, Brady. I can't believe you didn't consider fill in the blank." But for Trout, I'd be like, you know, like Tatis. I mean, what if what if I said they're going to trade Tatis for Harper straight up? If I know it's not a trade situation, but what if it was? Uh, it would all be dependent on. Um, like how many years Harper has on his deal? 
because like, right so now, like if we can have him like the same amount of I know, time, I know, I know, it's, it's a terrible question for me yeah. to ask because without contract there's stuff, so many variables. Without, you know, there's there's no trade to be involved. He's yeah. a free agent. So, but I guess I guess if I was let's say um, let's say the Padres had four years control of Tatis and Mackenzie Gore right now at the same level that Mike Trout would be for four years. I would do that trade in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, give me Mike oh, yeah. Trout over Tatis and Gore combined. Yeah, I would take it in a heartbeat. Shout out to uh, Cam Schuster who uh, planted a seed in my head about basically trading every one of our prospects to try to get Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I'm in. Uh, I'm in on that. I mean, it, you know, unproven. You know, like there's, and and it's funny. The article actually does talk about like prospects will absolutely break your heart. Yet the sheer volume and the ceiling of them in San Diego would offer Harper an enticing alternative to joining the traditional powerhouse with the immediately outsized expectations. And should just a handful of the prospects pop, the young players would provide the Padres significant cost control, allowing them to carry the contracts of Harper, Hosmer, and Will Myers, signed through 2022, without killing the budget. Yeah. And then it goes on to do this whole section in the article about off the field and uh you know why could you imagine why we love san diego because you you do know that or what could i imagine why i didn't sorry. just just harper being in san no, diego I like I mean, it, it would be I, there was a statement he said like it would be the first bona fide superstar since tony Gwynn. yeah and like you know that's insulting to many players that have adrian and pv well, I mean, and even kemp yeah you trevor know, like, yeah kemp, i mean it's it's an insult to a lot of people but but you know has anybody who's been here other than I mean since Tony who would be bigger than Bryce Harper uh nobody answers nobody nobody yeah so I don't think the statement I know is we, that outlandish. I, I know we love Trevor but Trevor compared to Harper so did you see this from a couple weeks ago I'm gonna show I'm showing you an Instagram yeah. post yeah from Bryce Harper I saw that so saw Bryce that. Harper's Mormon right yeah. so he's standing in front of the Mormon temple right Dude. off in UTC ha, have, uh, like he, he's driving by it. that thing is just it's just mesmerizing it oh is, my god I, when it's lit up at night it my is first so beautiful time, I, I I can't I think I was like the first time I really realized like kind of what it was and the grandness of you know how big it is and but like my kids my kids call it Cinderella's castle like yeah. it's because it's bigger than anything it, it's like it's like a real life version of the smaller stuff they see at Disneyland, yeah, you know, like yeah. all lit up and crazy. It's it's really wild. But he quote and I quote Bryce Harper, one of my favorite places in the world. Capitalized W, which is interesting. Um, one <laughs> of my favorite places in the world. Let's look into that. Let's look into that now. Just saying the capital W. Yeah, yeah, capital W. So anyway, Bryce, one of his favorite places in the world is right here in San that's, Diego. That's. So I'm going to throw a little <laughs> bit of a curveball to you here. So this is a guy, it was retweeted into my timeline. It's someone I don't know and, and don't follow. I don't, I don't know. His, his name is Ian. On Twitter, it's at San Diegan. I don't know. That, is that spelled the right way? San Diegan? Or San No. San Diegan? San Diegan? San Diegan? I don't know. 10? Anyway, at San Diegan 10. His name's Ian. Uh, I looked. He does follow me. I just I don't I don't know who he is. So, um, but he he did you know like fans will write people letters. So he wrote a long letter. Um, do you think it's worth reading? I to me this letter was pretty entertaining from a San Diego fan perspective to Bryce about why he should come here. Okay. 
Do you think it's worth just firing through it real quick? I mean, if, we can have a little I mean, reaction? if you uh, if you think it is, I, I do. Read it I, yet, I think so. it's I think it's a uh, an entertaining perspective. Okay. And I also like I love the idea that Bryce, you know, he got tagged on this. So like Bryce and I have uh, a little bit of history. I'll get into that in a sec. Oh yeah, I know it. Yeah, but I don't think we've ever talked about it on the pod, have no, we? No, I don't think so. Um, so I know that Bryce sees things that go out on Twitter. So that's also why I kind of like this, because I feel like Bryce probably read this letter and he probably got a good chuckle out of it. So uh, Ian at Sandigian 10 on Twitter writes this. Dear Bryce, I understand that you're a pretty popular guy these days. What with an MVP award, a career OPS of 900 and almost 200 run home runs under your belt, all before the age tender age of 26. Who wouldn't be? I get it. I get it. Without popularity come cities and teams knocking at your door for your services. With teams like the Yankees, the Phillies, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Cardinals, countless others looking for you to headline their team and city, there's only one there's one place I'd like you to consider. I'd ask you to consider San Diego, California, and the San Diego Padres. Now, don't chuckle under your breath. I know that since you've been in the league pretty much forever, the Padres have been a complete joke. Irrelevant losers and a pretty good way to, is a pretty good way to sum it up. Obviously, that would make you think, well, why would I ever want to come to San Diego? Well, because. Let me provide you with a little forecast of sorts. In San Diego, there's a dormant volcano located at approximately the corner of Tony Gwynn Drive and Trevor Hoffman Way. It's been dormant for a while now, with the only recorded eruptions occurring in 1984 and 1980, 1998. What may look like a bland old mountain has got a lot going on underneath the surface. Renowned volcano expert Scott Boris has discussed this in great detail. Last February, Boris talked about the hot talent lava that is bubbling underneath Mount St. Padres. At a press conference earlier this year, Boris said, Mount St. Padres is a volcano of hot talent lava ready to turn into Major League Rock. The time is now. The eruption is happening. As far as when Mount St. Padres will erupt, the general consensus is sometime around 2020 or shortly thereafter. So, now's the time to get on the volcano game. The payoff for getting into this volcano game in San Diego today would be potentially several World Series rings. Bryce, may I call you Bryce? This is an opportunity to be a legend. In New York, Chicago, or L.A., you'd just be another Yankee, another Cub, another Philly. Hmm, didn't line up. This is a chance to lead the Mount St. Padres eruption. You wouldn't just be another Padre. You'd be the face of an entire city, America's finest city, I might add. You'll restore hope to a city that has lost so much. Behind our sunny and 75-degree smile is gray skies and miseries. We have a total of zero major championships. Most recently, we were left by our ex, the Chargers, for some dump up north. Thank you. Next. A little shout-out to Ariana Grande. Clearly, we have suffered a lot, but we're optimistic about the impending eruption at Mount St. Padres. You, my friend, can be the man who leads the gas lamp parades. Can I say it real quick? Yeah. I don't like how he keeps saying eruption. There's a lot of eruption going on <laughs> a here. A lot of eruption Very going sexual. on. Very sexual. It's a, it's a rusty pen <laughs> yeah, he's using. In San Diego, we have just one major for sports franchise, the Padres. <laughs> San Diego fans, especially the natives, are starved. We're starved for a star to lead us to the promised land. We're so starved that the truest Padre fans are currently saving seats in our roomy bandwagon, which will be ready for departure once Mount St. Padres starts to erupt. <laughs> I ask you, Bryce, <laughs> to consider coming to sunny San Diego. Even though it's currently 55 and raining, a free agent signing of your magnitude will restore our sunny disposition. Plus, we have, in your words, 
your favorite place on earth, just up the road from Mount St. Padres in La Jolla. Join the lava. It's going to be a fun ride. Best. Ian Holmes, Padres fan. Now, I read that without Ian's permission, but since he put it on Twitter, I'm sure he would be fine with it. Yeah. And maybe get a good laugh out of us using it. Yeah. What did you think about that? I thought it was good. Without, like, take out, like, seven of the eruptions. <laughs> I could tell you weren't very comfortable with the word eruption. Seven out of the 13. Blame Boris. <laughs> um, no, like, I, I thought it was good. Uh, good sales pitch on them. Um, there is something to be said for the argument of, like, he mixed up his cities there. On, like, when, when I was reading it, I, that time I, I realized I didn't see it before. But, you know, what are we saying about, you know, like, all right, you could be the greatest Yankee of this generation. But, yeah. you know, before you was... Jeter and A-Rod and Mariano Rivera, not to mention, you know, Joe DiMaggio, Yogi Berra, Mickey Mantle, Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth. You know, like you're just one of a a Mount Rushmore that needs a dozen heads on it. Yeah. Whereas Bryce Harper comes to San Diego and brings the championship here. Yeah. That'd be huge. The only conversation contains him and Tony Gwynn. Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. And so there is something. And, I mean, from what I can tell... You know, his, his faith and his religion is at the core of his life and who he is, you know, yeah. just as much as baseball is. And to have, you know, the, the Cinderella Castle right there off yeah. the freeway, yeah. I do feel like as I, Plus, I, think I can of how- see that making, a, like, you know, being part of his decision. Yeah, he's, uh, San Diego is very close to Las Vegas, too. Yes, you can go see those Knights play whenever he wants. Yeah, whenever he wants. Drop that puck I mean, and then be back in San Diego for uh Dodger series. I will oh, tell wait, you I this. Don't know. I've heard of it, the Dodgers. I, w- I will say this. I I feel like before if if the Matt Kemp if the Matt Kemp uh Upton Kimbrel, if all those, if that whole off season hadn't happened, I don't even think we can have this conversation with any sense of seriousness. No, you know, like it's no. already a, a far fetched idea that that one of the greatest superstars in all of baseball would come to San Diego. But without that happening, I don't even feel like we have a leg to stand on to have that conversation. But we know that Fowler and Preller have the ability to pull that trigger now. Yeah. And so maybe it's not as outlandish as people are making it out to be. I mean, it was a USA Today article, not a blog. It wasn't on, you know, Lob Shots or, or uh, Padres Public. Yeah. No, it's... It, Shout out Gasline Ball. Wasn't, wasn't on you guys either. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think there is some... Uh, it's a legit possibility. Uh, I don't know how big of a possibility. However, I've learned to never take AJ Preller for granted. I like I like hearing you say that. Yeah, like I, I mean, love AJ Preller, and I think I think he catches a lot of flack that he doesn't need to catch. But so like, here's the thing: like, I, I know some people will say that, oh, the Padres are in on. I'm doing finger quotes right yeah, now. Air in quotes. on. Uh, so I don't brush my teeth <laughs> or wash under my armpits. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I I know they say that the Padres are in on everybody. Right. Which I feel like if you're a 
good GM, you should be in on everybody. Absolutely. You should be looking at everybody. Out. Hey, who do you want? Who do yeah. you want for Trout? Yeah. Who do you, well, who do I you want, want for Thor? I want your yeah. I want your entire top twenty-five uh, prospect list. Okay, cool. Now I know where you stand. And then you yeah. call someone else. What do you want for Goldschmidt? Yeah. I want your top five. Okay, well, that's getting a little more realistic. Okay. Yeah. Who do you want for uh, Mookie Betts? Okay, yeah. you want you know. Yeah. A thousand. Yeah. What about Mickey Mookie Wilson? Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Mickey Mantle Wilson. Um, <laughs> stupid. Um, I do want to get into because we're doing such a poor job at uh, uh, keeping up on a weekly pod. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we need to get into a little bit of go to the week. Yeah. Let's get. And then, on and then the after week. that, we can do a little, do a little thank me later. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start on go to the week, or you want me to start? Uh, yeah. I'll start on the go to the week. Okay. My go to the week. The St. Louis Cardinals. You want to know why? You know what? F the St. Louis Cardinals. And you want to know why? Them as the goat. What? Because they got Paul Goldschmidt out of this division for us. Wait. Goldschmidt is on the Cardinals? He's on the Cardinals. Are you serious? They, I didn't know that. They just acquired him when? today. Are you? Uh, no. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He's so good. Yeah. He's I know. I know this. Oh, that That's why really the Cardinals good. are my goat huh. of the week. However, I would like to say. So now they're just going to knock us out on the wild card now <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of like, you know, uh, with the Diamondbacks doing it yeah. to us every other week. I would like to say, though, that that article that came out about how the Padres could have acquired Albert Pujols back in the day mm-hmm. is complete BS. Okay. KT always said that Pujols. Kevin Towers. Kevin Towers, yeah, I know. I, I should I say know. that, huh? Yeah, yeah, I not everybody like knows who KT yeah. is. Um, he always said that the Cardinals told him that Pujols was untouchable. He he asked for him, and they said no, no matter what yeah. they were going to give. So instead, we got Ben Johnson. Womp, womp, womp. <sighs> actually, not great. I actually liked Ben Johnson back in the day. Well, yeah, it was fine, but yeah. he's no Albert Pujols. No, no uh, Albert yeah, Pujols. Yeah, I, I agree. That article was uh, a little BS. A little BS. Um, Who's okay. your go of the week? Go to the week, uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is having his ninth child. Yeah. This man has super sperm like you read about. Dude. Like, this is incredible. So, I know that, you know, I know the 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 layers and level of debate and, and divide in San Diego regarding the Chargers is off the charts. Yeah. I have, um, you know, I, I can't think of anybody I like less. Uh, that's not sure I can, but there aren't many people I like less than Dean Spanos. Oh, I think we were going to say Gavin. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny. <laughs> and, but I, I love, as much as I dislike Dean, I love Phil. Yeah. And, and so I was so, it's like, it's hard to get excited about the Chargers winning because they're not here, and I'm very emotionally torn about it. And um, but what I was, what I'm not torn about is my love for Philip and and loving his success. So I, to watch him do that post game interview after he came back and beat the Steelers, like the Steelers were, you know, they they hadn't lost in over 200 games after leading, you know, by 14 points in the second half or something, and and he came back and led them to a win, and he was just so excited and you know. It was just announced he's having his ninth child. And the week before that, he had started a game with 25 straight completions, which has never been done to start a game with 25 straight completions in the history of the NFL. I'm talking so fast, I got like spit gurgling around in my mouth. Sounds disgusting. But um, 
So anyway, 25, 25 straight completions to start a game. Start a game. It tied an NFL Ninth. record for straight completion, but never had started a yeah. game. And then during that game, he um, yes had in, his ninth in, child in the middle of the th- well in the middle in the middle of the game he <laughs> yeah. conceived 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 yeah. that's the, the word that there was the go. Mickey Mantle move yeah. that he pulled right there yeah. under the bleachers. <laughs> uh, that's I got a feeling that, that uh, Phil and Tiffany are not an under the bleachers type yeah. couple. Mickey Mantle definitely was, and and he beat the Steelers, and he beat the Steelers. Yeah, I don't it's a like, pretty it's a pretty good I don't week. Like the Steelers, pretty good week. Big yeah, yeah, pretty good week for for Phil to um to do that. So anyway. I, I, I love Phil, and yeah. it's um, it's putting me in a difficult place emotionally to have to watch him go through his, uh, you know, just being on that team. It's hard yeah. to cheer for him. Um, thank me later. Thank me later. You want to start us off? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll start us off. Thank me later, San Diego. Stay off the mother effing <laughs> roads right now. Well, you have to say when it's raining. Oh, my God. It's raining right now, but it's probably not going to be raining when they listen to this podcast. So, yeah, I, I just think you need to put that little stipulation. Yes, it is very true. San Diegans know not how to drive when. It is so frustrating, man. Yeah. Like it, it takes me on average now about an hour and a half to get home. Oh, my gosh. That's, wait, when it's raining. When it's raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's yeah, a tough it took me like, like three hours to get here at Alesmith. <laughs> that's not true. It's like what? It like took you, it took you like twenty four s- minutes, seven miles yeah. <laughs> from my work. Twenty four minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right, I agree. Don't drive in the rain. Just stay home. Yeah. Okay, so here's my thank me later. I I, I, I haven't been this enthusiastic about a thank me later in a long time. Um, if you do not like Elton John, this will not apply to you. So if you don't like his music, if you do, then you're my type of people. And this is going to blow your mind. So I, I, I have a feeling I already talked about this on the pod. I, it's Now as I t- say it, I feel like I've already said it. If I have, I'm, I'm sorry I'm saying it again. It's that I good. I don't remember this. I might not have. I, I just Maybe I just everyone I see, I just tell about this. So maybe that's why. In April of this year, which I, I didn't know that until I, I just became aware of it like a month ago, there's this album. It's called Revamp. And it's like reimagining... Uh, the songs of Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Bernie Toppin is who wrote yeah. most of Elton's songs. Uh-huh. Written, uh, uh, lyrics. Elton would write the music. Bernie would write the lyrics. And it is a bunch of current artists that go through and do, you know, redo the songs. Some of the artists I'll just drop. Pink, Coldplay, Ed Sheeran, uh, Florence and Machine, Mumford, Mary J. Blige, um, Q-Tip and Demi Lovato, The Killers, Sam Smith, Miley Cyrus, Lady Gaga, who I do not like that song. Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. Quotza. Yeah, they do Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, yeah. which is a little a little hard for me. But um, the one the, this album is so freaking good, and I know this is like blasphemous to say, but I would argue that there are a couple songs on this album that are absolutely better than the original that, that Elton John did. I know that sounds insane. Wow. I will, these are the two that come to mind. Um, I I have actually never been a big Killers guy. Uh-huh. I know that I, the only song I can think of is Mr. Brightside. I'm Mr. Brightside. Uh-huh. That's the only one I can think of. Okay. I'm sure there are many other Killers yeah, songs. Yeah, there's many. But I feel like the, their sound is always like kind of altered. That like Not auto-tuned, but like their voice is never their natural voice. It's always kind of like, I don't, I don't know. But in this one... He does Mona Lisa and Manhattan's, the Killers, 
and it is so freaking good. I cannot get enough of it. And then Mumford and Sons, Someone Saved My Life tonight. Someone save, someone save, someone save. Remember that? You know that song? Yeah, yeah, I know that song. Uh Sugar Bear. So those two songs are so freaking good. And I I had never, um, I didn't know the history of someone. This is a bigger discussion, but you and music, I'm sure, would have something to say about this. You know, there are a lot of times where you're like, man, I love this song. And you're like, and they're like, what's that song about? You're like, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I was actually just having a conversation about this at work uh, maybe like last week, two weeks ago. Where you hear like songs, you're like, dude, this song is amazing. You're like, what's it about? You're like, couldn't tell you. So like there's songs where it's like pop punk or like alternative where it was like very poppy and like little girls are singing along to it. And it's yes. like about like suicide or like yes. drug abuse. And, yes. And it's just kind of blows my mind. And they mind do like these kids yeah. bop versions now of these yeah. songs that all they do is they take out the curse words. Yeah. But they don't change like the content. Yeah. Like they could do a kids bop version of Someone Saved My Life Tonight and it would still be about, and this is what I did not know, it would still be about Elton John wanting to kill himself. Yeah. He was going to marry a woman this is I, I read. I read about this. He was going to marry this woman, who was this, you know. If, as you listen to the lyrics, you know you can hear about you know what type of person she was or whatever. But he and she wanted him to get out of music, and his friend came alongside of him and said, "You need to get out of this relationship. You need to leave her, and you need to focus on your music." And so that's the song. Someone saved my life tonight. But it talks about in the song a noose. It talks about you know dying. It talks yeah. about you know it's like, I, and I had never just like focused on the lyrics. But the Mumford version on this revamp album is so powerful. And as I listened to the lyrics, I was like, man, this song is intense. I got to look this up. Like, what is this about? And then I learned about a little bit of the backstory. And there was even a a portion in, I don't know, whether it was Wikipedia or some other website that talked about how um, one of the guys in the band had said, like, when this is like in the 70s or something, when when they're, you know, practicing the song. And he's like, Elton, man, you got to sing it like you mean it. Like, put a little more into it, man. You know, like, and one of the other guys, like, leaned over and was like, hey, you know he's singing about wanting to kill himself, right? And the guy was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I no, I did not know that. You know, neither did I. But it's a very powerful, like, very powerful song, very powerful rendition. Dude, Miley Cyrus actually kills it on this album. She does, she does Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, which is really, really freaking good. Yeah. And, uh. Uh, the chick, Alicia Cara. Uh huh. Alicia Cara. Yeah. What is the, what is the song that she sings? It's like about um, come as you are, like you're un, uh, uh, so, scars, scars, something about scars. Okay. Amazing song yeah. in and of itself, but she sings and oh my gosh, her pipes. She is so good. So anyway, thank me later. Go listen to this revamp album. Songs of Elton John and Bernie Taupin reimagined, and it is some of them like the Mary J. Blige version. I'm not a big fan of. There's a couple of things that I'm like, eh, but and the Lady Gaga, eh, but some of them are blow your Great. mind good. I'll listen to it on the way home. It's really I'm, good. I think now. I'm gonna have plenty of time to listen <laughs> to the album. Uh, to like piggyback off of that, for I'm yes. gonna do a little thank me later, like part part do do part do uh, for me here, um, uh, for Elton John. Have you seen the Elton John and John Lewis commercial or like video? Dude, did we not talk about the, the we piano didn't talk one, about right? This. When he was a kid? It's the gr- like it goes through like all the different Bro. ages of Elton yeah, John. Yeah, so it's a, it's this it came out this Christmas season. It is yeah. a 
commercial for a piano, correct? Like I don't know what it's a commercial for. I think for, it's for but... the piano. Okay. And when I saw this the first time, I started crying. Yeah. I know that's a shocker. I know. You're I started a very crying. emotional guy. And then I watched it again because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to take this all in now that yeah. I know how it unfolds, yeah. this commercial, how it unfolds. And then I started crying even more the second time. <laughs> And I think it was partially because one, uh, I just, um, I just had kind of come to grips with this song, "Someone Saved My Life Tonight," about yeah. Elton John wanting to commit suicide. Yeah. And then now seeing this commercial, which walks us through the viewer, Dude. it walks us through now. It takes us back to when it's he got his so first piano as a little kid. So good. And it takes us through real footage. Yeah. Of his kind of career, and then some, I'm sure, very altered footage as well. Yeah. To make the commercial. But I love that you brought it up and not me because <laughs> I am obsessed with it. I think it's so powerful. Yeah, the second you started talking about Elton John, I, I thought of that. Because like, I, I remember seeing that and I was just like, oh, my God, this is so good. It's so good. I tweeted yeah. out about it. Like I, I don't even know what I said. I probably said something like, I'm not crying. You are. Um, but it is so powerful. But I think because of the context of the song and, quite frankly, when I saw this, I think I had either – just seen or was just about to see and i and then i rethought about it the queen movie bohemian rhapsody yeah i saw it too and talking about like freddie mercury's journey of you know he had some pretty rough patches through his life and he was engaged to a a a girl yeah like elton was both ended up with guys and you know so there was there were there were parallels to their amazing brilliant genius music career um they're you know probably you know thoughts of depression and suicide and 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 then to to think about a world that didn't have the beauty of their art in it yeah is is um it it, that makes me want to cry you know like they they're like they're both just so insanely talented that i'm and i'm obsessed with both of them really yeah elton john and freddie mercury and the music that they um both produced and, and and created um, so anyway, I, I think it, it just all of it at once, like that commercial, seeing the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, realizing this after hearing the Mumford re version of just the had you, just Dude, bawling. It, it had me in a knot for, I mean, <laughs> not kidding for weeks. I've been, and honestly, yeah. I get in these funks. You remember, you remember when I was in the greatest showman funk, where that's all I would listen to all day long yeah. is the soundtrack. That's what I've been doing with this revamp album. I don't even listen to anything else. I just put it on. Wow. And Over I'm, greatest showman, huh? Oh, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. they're both part of the repertoire if you will <laughs> but right now it is on loop because it is on point oh yeah. my gosh it is so good it's on spotify i'm not sure i, I have amazon music as okay. i listen to it okay but i mean a lot of them are obviously on youtube or whatever if you want to yeah. do spot listens so yeah it's really good man this place is popping out there so we now yeah. have people we have people in here um, now in here yeah. and tending bar in here and outside it's getting louder and louder yeah. aren't you curious to see if we know anybody at this Padres party i am actually curious yeah. and i want to go see the tony Wynn museum yeah all right well let's go see it are you feeling ready to wrap up yeah let's wrap it up okay you guys are awesome for listening i hope that you had a, a fun time listening to the adventures of the two of us <laughs> clowns um maybe next time we come back and we're like can you believe it Bryce Harper really Bryce is a Harper. San Diego Padre. He's a Padre, man. Or we come back and be like, you idiots. You're so dumb for thinking that could be a we possibility. We got Bryce Harper. We got Thor. We got Machado. We got all of them. We got all of them. Screw Machado. Major League Baseball is going like, hey, what's going on what's here? What's going on? Why yeah, is everybody why, going to the Padres? Yeah, well, why does everyone want to go Barry to Bonds be- is coming back? What? Beautiful, sunny San Diego. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's raining outside. Yeah, those Ugh. Chargers are idiots for Ugh. leaving. All right. Thanks all right. for listening, guys. We love you. We'll catch you next time. Out. Out.